1: Yep. <laughs> I don't know why that why that tune came to mind I didn't know so I did oh, not know a that you had a trumpet ready and on standby and B that you played it so well. I didn't know I wasn't always, expecting any of that.
0: Always I have uh, I have all of that <laughs> stuff ready to go. Uh, I even have uh, I remember oh. a sad tram- trombone <laughs> which we do not need today at all. Uh, we not have, necessary today. I, hey, victory trumpet, victory trumpet. Oh, I'm sorry, Kevin. Uh, this just in: the Seattle Seahawks were just flagged for illegal formation <laughs> the day after the. Wow, that is that is tough See, luck right there.
1: <laughs> they got a lot of penalties yesterday. 100 and, 130 yards the, the Rams beat the, this is welcome to the bandwagon by the way I'm Kevin Schatz mm-hmm. that's Larry Morgan uh, the Rams beat the Seahawks which is great we're used to talking about uh, losses on this podcast so we're very happy to be talking about a victory and yeah the Seahawks were just penalized like crazy I I, I had never heard this before I was listening to the radio on, on Jack FM uh, for part of the broadcast of the game and they say that typically your um Your penalty yardage, you can give yourself a point for every ten yards of penalties. So, I I believe they had 130 yards of penalties, and that would equal 13 points. Went to the Rams, you know, and it's like, yeah, that'll that'll do it every time, won't it?
0: Yeah. Look, uh, any win is a win, and uh, very important to the Rams right now to take what we can get. There are many, many, many things that felt like we got this win gifted to us in a way. And and I I don't want to take anything away from the good stuff that happened because luckily there was plenty of good stuff. You know, this wasn't, uh, this wasn't an an accidental dental wind with a a bunch of nimwits out there who kind of lucked into it, uh, you know, bad news bear style or something. Uh, Mm -hmm. It was, it was a, a a major effort with some incredible plays and uh, some, some pretty, you know, good execution for much of the game, with uh, some stuff we'll get into. And and you and I are not big into the Monday morning quarterbacking thing, but um, that many penalty yards did bail us out. There were there was at least one questionable call near the end of the game that at least the uh, commentators on Fox were absolutely adamant it was a bad call. CBS, and, actually. CBS. Uh, CBS, sorry. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, it, you know, that's debatable. It, it, they saw what they saw. It was called, and, and you got to deal with that. I mean, it, Seattle shot themselves in the foot all day long, and they lost their starting quarterback for at least one series, if I'm not mistaken, or yeah. longer.
1: Yeah, it felt it felt like it was longer, but I think it's because the Rams had the football for so long during such a in long between. Time. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, but
0: we're taking the win, and yes. I think it could be used as momentum and. uh You know, Seattle gets knocked off their perch uh, at the top of the division with the Niners winning and the Seahawks losing. And uh, they are, uh, we we own them. We own the Seahawks this season. Yeah, (laughs) we beat them twice. Gosh dang it. Yeah, Yeah. we should
1: just play them every week. In fact, let's see, what are we? We're four and six, and I believe three of our wins came against in-division opponents. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. we beat the Seahawks twice and the Cardinals once. So yes. we're doing good against our our lowly division here in the NFC West. But um, uh, yeah, I think you're right. You said something that that was resonating in my head, which is, look, it, it a win is a win, and this may be what we need for some momentum moving forward. Like, we got the win. Yes, it came on, you know, it didn't come down to just a missed field goal. That wasn't what happened. But you know that field goal goes in at the end of the game, and and we got a loss. And it's yeah. you know a matter of a of a couple yards or a couple feet, however much you missed by. him. It was a pretty bad miss, but
0: and yeah, um, it was a bad miss. But that guy did not miss. You know, exactly. yesterday he was he Prior, was kicked. He he had a couple of fifty-plus yard field goals, yeah. and that one that one was just. Uh, I, I, I never know for a fact that I don't know that there's any, uh, statistical data that shows that, uh, when you ice a kicker with a timeout, if that mm-hmm. has any impact on them at all, if anything, it might just give them time to prepare. Uh, I, I don't know that those guys are any more or less nervous when they walk out there to go, well, I guess I got uh, 30 more seconds to think about is it. like, I, I don't think that works. Uh, whatever happened with this guy at the end of the game, if whether it was pressure or it was just you know a slightly off snap or he just he just overcompensated one way or the other, he was he was knocking him through at a pretty good length and they were showing uh, pregame that he had certainly enough leg to get that. Um, there was a i I have to say, Kevin, there was a weird feeling at the end of that game, seeing the kind of uh, and keep in mind, we had two drives, at the end of halves that were successful, which is not something the Rams can boast about quite a bit lately. There was a, 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 a quick score at the, uh, at the end of the first half, and then that drive uh, toward the end of the game, leaving just enough time for Seattle to do some heroics and uh, let our defense <laughs> give them a huge gain with, yep. with Metcalf there toward the end. But I had the weirdest feeling that we were going to win that game and that that field goal was not going to go through. I don't know what it was. There was just this sense that this one's ours. I, yeah. And I I can't base that on anything. There was nothing that told me that it wasn't going to be anything but a just a big old disappointment, and we'd be all grumpy, bah humbugged it all morning here. <laughs> and I just felt like, no, this one's ours. I don't know why. It just it felt like destiny yesterday, and uh, it, I, I don't know if I believe in any of that stuff, but boy it was nice to just secure that and and get out of there and move on well I, I
1: wish i had that feeling when they came out when when they came out for the field goal unit and even before that when they made the the completions that you were talking about yeah. to get within field goal range my i very much went to the Oh, wow. I thought we were going to get a win and now we're going to lose place. You know, I I was just like, no, we lost. It's going to be really frustrating. I'm ready to experience that emotion and that feeling of, Oh yeah, damn another loss. But, uh, man, when it didn't go in, I was, I was pumped. I was stoked. I mean, and you know what else I'll I'll admit is like, I felt really bad for that kicker. I really have a hard time watching sports because I'm a, I'm, you know, normally a pretty empathetic person and I just can't help but thinking about that poor kicker and you know, even though everyone on that Seahawks sideline knows that it's not just the kick at the end of the game. Yeah, there are many yeah. things that go on. They did in a lot of stuff moment, wrong yesterday. Yeah. It sure feels like that's the sole, re- you know, it is hard not to think, oh, but, but if that field had just gone in, then we would have won. Yeah. So you It know, certainly
0: feels that way for that guy. I, I, I'll i tell you, Kevin, the, the only thing I can tell you about why I felt confident. Is just typically my behavior in a situation like that would be exactly what you were saying about your your reaction. I would be ah oh, well we blew this one and I would and I would be so full of anxiety over those last few seconds that I would normally I'd go I'd pause the the, the Fubo which is what I'm watching. <laughs> You're a Fubo man. Okay, would, I'm a Fubo man right now. I would pause it. And I would say, come on, come on, Bixby, let's go outside. I would walk the dog so I wouldn't have to watch it in real time. And then, you know, like come back in and just kind of edge through it and just grit my teeth. And there was, I didn't feel that way. I was just like, no, I didn't feel that anxiety. It was so strange. And I don't know if it was because I resigned myself to the Rams just not coming through for us. Or if (laughs) I actually felt like, no, this one's ours. It just, it felt like. This was uh, this was meant to be. I, I don't know what it means, and there are still some things we got to work on and shore up. And uh, as of this morning, as we record this on Monday, I don't know that we have a status on Cooper Cup, which was yeah. which was very uh, disconcerting to see him. I, I believe high ankle sprain, which is not dire, is the last thing I heard. So I, I, I will say if I if I can get into a few random thoughts here, and please. I had a I had a few more and and they've completely dissolved in my brain this morning. It's <laughs> like
1: cotton candy, just like that raccoon going after that cotton candy, and it gets wet and it just dissolves away.
0: Yeah, I, I had a couple at least, and maybe something will jog my memory, and, and we can go back and forth if you've got your own random I've, thoughts. I've got a, I've got a few. Yeah. Uh, I, I first I spent way too much time admiring the uh military style hoodies that the ram staff was wearing oh, i we were, spent a ton of time going yeah. first i saw it on mcveigh i don't think i i noticed that everybody was wearing them. i saw him on mcveigh and i was like oh mcveigh is styling today what is that <laughs> and then i saw everybody wearing them. i realized there was kind of a veterans day you know a theme to yeah. to the the game yesterday and uh uh, I got to say, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to go on the Rams merch site today and see if those are actually available because I was, uh, I thought they were pretty sweet. So that they, was, I spent way too are, much time looking at those.
1: They are pretty sleek. And I it's funny. I was too, because I was like, wow, cool. They, like the logo is there and it's, it's ingrained in it. It's the same color as it. I, I will admit I'm never the biggest fan of it because I want to see like my team's colors and it's like, uh, you know, there's there, these are just these are army, and obviously it's for, it's for the veterans, and and so there's there's yes. a good cause behind it. But I'm like, I want to see the blue. Where's the blue? But these are, as you said, you buy that, Larry. You go out on the street, you're looking like a sleek Rams fan. You're not on the sideline. You know, yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, yeah, they look. Yeah, good. they so, do
0: have them. Uh, I I am finding it right now. NFL shop uh, pullover hoodie for a hundred bucks. So okay. it's not even that like pricey necessarily so anybody and, out and, there uh wants yeah. to show their appreciation kevin and i for the, uh, putting Chris in Chris all this effort
1: happens yeah. to be coming up black friday is a, a couple days away and yeah. you just happen to be dropping this down on uh, on everyone
0: <laughs> we don't charge you nothing uh for for this podcast so you know, when are you gonna give back folks i mean <laughs> i'm just saying uh, well, I I, my, I wear a medium. Uh, go ahead,
1: <laughs> medium to large for me. My first probably to my, first, yeah, probably my yeah. first random thought is uh, is is just that this was I think I, we mentioned it a minute ago. Our first game on CBS. I think every other game has been on Fox, and we've either had some combination of Greg Olson or Mark Sanchez because. What really jumped out to me is that Matt Ryan and Tiki Barber were our two professionals calling the game. And that was a first for that was that was the first I remember realizing it. It was kind of refreshing. It's a it is funny, just I guess in general, there is a different feel for a game depending on what network you're watching it on. There it really does make a little bit of a difference. The game obviously is gonna go the same. But, um, you know, I, I, as we've talked about, Mark Sanchez can be a lot, but we've come to admire some things about him. And, um, and we love Greg Olson, but I thought, I thought Matt Ryan, a uh, former quarterback for the Falcons and Tiki Barber, who had a long career and played with the Buccaneers. And uh, I thought they did a great job. It was kind of cool to hear someone uh, freshly out of the game, Matt Ryan, talk about the experience of being a quarterback. So I, I just wanted to share. I enjoyed that.
0: Totally agree with you. I, I, I don't know that they were, um, like spectacular, but mm-hmm. uh, but I, I found I did not find I noticed about halfway through the game It's like, oh, the announcers are not annoying me. and yeah. that's that's a big that's a, that's that's pretty good. Uh, if, if you can say that. but yeah, I, I agree. I thought they were doing uh, a great job. Uh, here uh, another random thought hit me about halfway through the game uh, or beyond actually. it took a little while for him to really show up. but uh, especially once uh, Cooper Cup had to leave the game, Um, we, we have expressed our admiration for him many, many times on this podcast. We have a little bit of a, a a bromance going with Mm -hmm. this dude, but considering all the incredible athletes on that field, uh, you know, from, from big to small, uh, and, and depending on the job they do, you know, they have a a tough day all day, especially if like you're in alignment and you're down in the trenches, but is Huka Nakua, possibly the toughest dude on that field. <laughs> when oh my he's gosh. Out there. Yes. Because I feel like as as much as the receiving position can kind of feel like this elite position because there's just it's a such a spectacular position when you do it well. Um Huka Nakua, and also because of the way Matthew Stafford uh, threads the needle and you know the way he places passes sometimes especially with short yardage. Um, Puka Nakua is getting the ever living crap beat out of him almost every time he he really the ball.
1: is he really and is. I mean hard
0: hits and yes. and grappling and pushing for yards and and maybe it's his youth and maybe it's his exuberance. Anytime you see him, he looks like he's having the the best time in the world. Yep. But he, no matter what happens to him, it could be the, a devastating pop, and he's bouncing up like a freaking jack in the box big old grin on his face and yep. and shouting at the top of his lungs to the point where he is louder than the crowd in Sofi which is not <laughs> that hard to do admittedly <laughs> yeah. but yeah i i just feel i just remember thinking at one point every time he touched the ball and he did like act as as a running back a couple of times you know yeah had, they handed it off
1: to him up. a few times uh-huh. uh huh yeah. uh just 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 getting killed every every time and then
0: boing bounce right back up uh just so impressive to see him uh, do what he does when he's given the chance
1: right I, I wish i could remember when it was i think it was somewhere in the third quarter i can't remember the specific play um but he got the ball three dudes three dudes from the Seahawks on him and he gets another three or four yards just driving through them. Just, just all of them on him. And he's going through. And I literally was standing there thinking about his legs. I was like, (laughs) that man must have crazy strong quad muscles, calf muscles. He must work those because to drive through that and it's, and you know, adrenaline helps and getting the ball and going like, but it was it was pretty remarkable seeing that several times, seeing him get those extra yards, seeing him get those hits. And like you said, I love seeing him finish a catch and he's either grinning, yelling at the top of his lungs, you know, say, you know, this sort of like like I'm the man kind of yell, or some combination of the two. And it's just it's joyful. Yeah. He's got and it's that yeah. youthful face. There's something about him. And I like he's he is he is becoming a star right in front of our eyes. And it's it's pretty remarkable.
0: Yeah, only his uh, third touchdown catch yesterday, and that one was not easy. It was it was literally just over the goal line, and again, at least three people grappling with him, and he managed to you know not only make the catch, and again, a lot of that's on Stafford. Stafford, Stafford has vision that isn't quite like anybody else's, and when he's on his game and accurate, he finds the tiniest window to get the ball. I I almost think he's avoiding wide open. People, I don't know what it is. It's like, staff <laughs> yeah. is like yeah, I, of course I could hit the open guy, but why don't I go for the? T-? You know, it's just like it's always feels like a near miss with him. But uh, that there were some moments like that yesterday between Atwell Trammel making yeah. some, some. I mean, there was a name we hadn't seen. Oh. Uh, do you have another random thought? Because I finally remembered the, the third one I want.
1: (laughs) want Yes. Yeah. Here let's, let's, that'll be a teaser. We'll call that a teaser. Let's, it Uh, sounds like trammel. It's pretty,
0: it's pretty, it's pretty (laughs) lame, but go ahead.
1: Well, mine is mine. Uh, you know, the game was on CBS, which is what I mentioned. This is a separate random thought than that one, but because it was on CBS, we didn't get to see any crapopolis commercials, right? Though I did see a crapopolis commercial (laughs) while I was watching the charger game beforehand. Um, Mm -hmm. What we did see in the commercials and what I have not been able to get out of my head, including in my nightmares, is we saw, and I don't know if you saw this, Larry, we saw Hugh Grant as an oompa loompa. Did you see this commercial? <laughs> yes, did you see or, the commercial? Yeah. And or it won't. is it is nightmare fuel, man. It is just <laughs> I have not been able to get it out. And 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 it's it's both terrifying and amazing. Like I love it and I want to see more of it. I, I was I'm I will say I'm not particularly interested in the new Wonka movie, but Hugh Grant as an Oompa Loompa may have just sold me to wait for it to come out on streaming and actually watch it.
0: Yeah, I agree. I have been hearing about this and I think I've seen images of it before, but it is there is something uh, definitely can't look away about it's, it, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like I I don't know if I hate it or I love it, yeah. but uh, same thing. I, I just, like licking I, a battery.
1: It's like licking yeah. a battery. This feels good and bad at the same time. There is such
0: weird negativity about this movie in the zeitgeist right now. Before it, anybody even really knows anything about it, it's <laughs> it has all the potential to be the next Cats, maybe. <laughs> sure uh, if it's good. Great. If a new generation of kids get uh, a fun family movie to, uh, you know, something that they can get attached to, no no problem with that. Uh, and if we if we haven't forgotten, it hadn't been that long ago since yeah. uh, they attempted uh, Johnny Depp in, mm-hmm. in the remake of uh, Willy Wonka yeah. and the Chocolate Factory, which uh, that was all nightmare inducing. That yes. was that was just, there there's so many things about that that are disturbing and uh, unusual. Oompa Loompas are usually always the highlight of any of those movies uh, so yeah. far. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, it looks like the three that we that we have that we uh that we get to experience are all going to be Oompa Loompa forward and when you got Hugh Grant as an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> I you nailed it, man. I can I don't want to go back to my random thought because I think you topped it. Uh <laughs> the only thing I've got it was just the weirdness of if you remember it was a long time ago, Kevin. But two weeks ago, when uh, the Rams last played since we had a bye week, yeah, uh-huh. two weeks ago, uh, Matthew Stafford was out and Brett Ripon was our starting quarterback. That's right. That's In that right. time, we acquired Carson Wentz, who nothing against Carson, thankfully never had to step foot on the field yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, that's great. And uh, Brett Rippon was seen on the sidelines with the Seattle Seahawks (laughs) (laughs) in a different (laughs) uniform. (laughs) He not only was he released by the Rams, he is uh, was picked up by the Seahawks for their practice squad. And that it made me sad. It was just it was an odd thing, but it was like, oof, I did such a bad job that I got let go. And picked up and put on a practice squad, and then I'm on the team that lost to my former team. That I couldn't yeah, that can't feel
1: you. good. And and that was all the talk was that that he was brought over there, maybe not for this sole reason, but to provide intel to the Seahawks about about what the play call is. And I I, I have to wonder how much they even they did talk about it briefly. They don't. They didn't seem to acknowledge that that was that much of a of yeah. A, a that's that sounds Seahawks. like
0: some bad sports talk show host came up with that conspiracy theory yeah. just to have something to talk about. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, I'm sure they picked his brain on that. Sure. I, again, nothing against Brett Rippon, but uh, seeing the way he played two weeks ago, not sure he had a lot of information he could.
1: Exactly. Away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I have, sure I have one more random thought. memorized. If, as well he, I'm yeah. yeah, exactly. He didn't quite, he didn't quite seem to know the playbook when he was on the Rams necessarily. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have one last random thought that, that kind of leads to uh potentially tidying up an ending of this episode which is that, that at the end of the game it was amazing to see officially the rams were listed as quote in the hunt they are in the hunt they are in yes. the in the hunt category by uh, by the people who keep track of these things so you know they show they they usually do this near the end near like halfway beyond the end of the year three columns they have the teams that are leading the division, the teams that are in the wild card right now and the four or five teams that are in the hunt uh, for a wild card spot and the Rams are one of those teams. There's like four teams right. that are four and six and their record and their head to head matchups put them, quote unquote, in the hunt. And I'm going to say, you know, I know we had higher hopes for this season, but to be in the hunt right now uh, feels pretty OK. Feels pretty OK.
0: Yeah. I mean, there are enough games left. Uh, I mean, it's not like it would be great if we could excuse me, if we could run the table. <laughs> uh I'm getting yeah. I'm getting a little irpy just uh just talking <laughs> about it <Just> getting but <laughs> uh you know luckily there are quite a few teams with similar records as us yeah. Yeah. um we are definitely within reach of uh catching the Seahawks if uh, the, the rest of our the rest of our games go the way that we want them to and um And you're right. I mean, now's about the time where they really start calculating. They are going to. I mean, things could change drastically, but they're starting to calculate. You know, if if the season ended today, who would have the wild card? That sort of thing. It's way too far off to to really know, because uh, in the long run, there are too few games to statistically figure it out. There are you know enough teams far enough ahead. I mean, the Lions uh, look like they have. I feel like they're going to wrap up the NFC North. No problem. I'm rooting Uh, for
1: them out of the AFC this year. I got to tell you, I'm rooting for the Lions.
0: Pretty wild. The Eagles are continuing to uh, stay, look strong and uh, the Cowboys right behind them. Um, But, you know, any of these teams could start to falter at some point. And uh, as long as we, Take care of the business we need to take care of, um, and have a little bit of luck go our way in the in the in the right situation. I it, think I, I I know I'm not sounding like uh, the perennial Pollyanna of podcasting, especially after a win yesterday. Yeah. But uh, there is still a long road ahead, and there's still some some work to do with this team. But uh, yeah. I want I want in- to be
1: optimistic. I, yeah, I want to be the Pollyanna too. I want to be optimistic, but I also will say that if we actually get a playoff spot, I'm. I think we need a parade. I like. I'm not expecting I, I, the way the season has been going. I'm like, we're not making the playoffs. There's no way. And now I'm. I got a little bit of like, you know what? There's a chance, and if we do it, that is our Super Bowl. If we just get to appear in a playoff game and and you know get you know beat up real badly by some team that's far superior than us, I'm going to be happy about that. I'm going to be yeah. like, we made it. We did it.
0: Well, here's, here's what we can look to. I mean, if we, uh, what's our record now? We're four and six, right? six, yes. All right. So we could conceivably, if things go the way they should go, we have to travel next week. But as long as the guys don't fill up on too many carbs on Thursday, uh, <laughs> Sunday, we are playing the lowly Cardinals in yes. Arizona. But yeah. that should be a game we win. It absolutely has to be a game we win. If we can't beat the Cardinals, even in their home stadium, uh, then we have no right to look forward to a playoff game. I agree. After, that we, re- after that, we return home and and the Browns come to town. Yeah. And we, should be we should to beat them. absolutely beat the Browns. Yeah. Uh, it, it gets tougher after that with the Ravens, who are doing yeah. okay. They're doing pretty good, uh, yeah. Then Commanders, Saints, and Giants. So it's conceivable out it's conceivable. of the, the remaining 6 games i mean certainly 5 of those are absolutely winnable and the maybe the ravens might be the toughest right am i do you think i'm wrong about that
1: no i think i think you're right i think that's our toughest opponent for sure in that mix okay. yeah that's it. Right. And and every other, de- I mean, every other team, There, there's these question marks of like the Saints and, um, and uh, who are they playing after the Saints? I can't remember. But there's, yeah, there's these question marks. Um, but we could conceivably be 500 two weeks yeah. from now. You know, we could conceivably be at six and six and have some momentum. And, you know, let's not get ahead of ourselves, obviously. But yeah. it's, it's, it doesn't just require being a perennial Pollyanna of podcasting. It's like, actually, it's actually like, oh, this could happen. So, uh, uh,
0: by the way, I know that the Browns have a really good record right now. For anybody yelling at their at their podcast at the moment, <laughs> I, I, my 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 point about them is: when was the last time, even with a good record, that they managed to do anything <laughs> to do anything with it? The Browns yeah. uh, are perennially finding a way to. Uh, Mess themselves up. So just I just, their lot I just in life. Have a,
1: it's just their lot yeah. in life. That's what Larry said.
0: What are you going to do? You, 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 you're in Cleveland. I mean, yes. you, you did this to yourself, people, is yes. what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. So, look, uh, when we're back later on this week, it will actually be Thanksgiving. And not only do we have something very much to be thankful for today with a win over the Seattle Seahawks and momentum going into a very winnable game next weekend um we're going to come back with uh, some more positive it was so nice to be here this morning and not be licking our wounds again and i think we keep the uh the positivity going with a uh, an uplifting thanksgiving episode available this thursday when kevin and i return for welcome to the bandwagon um please join us because you know you're going to try and do anything to avoid hanging out with family that day yes. until until the food is served so we'll please will be your
1: family today yeah <laughs> on, on thanksgiving yeah on thanksgiving yes absolutely yep. we'll be your
0: chosen family not the ones you're stuck with because uh, yes. you got to sit there until some uh, some mediocre food is served so uh, <laughs> we'll be back in your feed on the free odyssey app anywhere you get your podcasts the rams fan podcast will continue we'll have something to be thankful for and, I already uh, know some.
1: I already know something I'm thankful for, and that is Hugh, Hugh Grant, Grant is an oompa loompa. loompa. Yeah. I would, yeah, that I is rushed. that is what I'm. I'm off to Google uh, seven thousand images of Hugh Grant oompa loompa. I'll see you later. When they go around the table
0: asking what you're <laughs> thankful for, I swear I don't care what anybody else says. Oh, that Megan got in the nursing school, and there's said, "Well, I'm thankful for friends and family," and I'm jumping in with Hugh Grant is an oompa loompa. Booyah! Welcome
1: again